Hello and welcome to the One Trust Talks Tech podcast. This is episode number 16, recorded on September 25th, 2023. My name is Roger Dean and I work on the product team here at One Trust and I'm the host of this podcast. In this episode, we're going to take a look at the 2023 09.1.0 release, which is also called our fall release, as well as I want to just give a brief introduction to the OneTrust hands-on labs that um, my team does and that we're excited about. We've been doing it for a while, but I want to let everyone know about them. Just a quick reminder that, as always, this podcast reflects OneTrust's current expectations for product capabilities. Be advised that dates and features may be subject to change and should not be relied upon when making purchasing decisions. Okay, so I just wanted to give a brief introduction to Hands-On Labs. I was at Trust Week last week in New York, and I was talking to everyone about Hands-On Labs, and not many people knew about them, so I wanted to make sure that everyone was aware of Hands-On Labs that we have and what they're all about and how you get access to them. So basically, we have these labs that are, in essence, a... Um, to, uh, are there to tell you or teach you how to do something in the console. So maybe it's create a cookie scanner or to do an assessment or something like that. Um, every single lab we have currently is is basically there to teach you how to do a thing. And the way we do that is we when you sign in and you start the lab, you're given a temporary tenant in a lab environment that is completely blank, uh, other than it's been configured to with the necessary information for you to complete the exercise of that lab. Uh, it is, uh, so basically you go in and you start the lab, it's configured for you, it's a brand new tenant, you've got a unique username password, and then you you start taking the lab. The, the interface that you see has basically got a window into the into the lab environment through the browser, and you also have a step-by-step -step manual. Now, the manual is there to basically step-by-step -step you through absolutely every single thing you need to do, every single click of a mouse, everything you need to type in. Um, you can walk through and follow the lab's instructions, and you can you can get through the exercise, and, and you now have done that, that thing, whatever that is, if you're creating a cookie scanner or something like that. So once you are done with the lab, um, you end the lab, and that tenant is completely deleted. All your information is erased. Uh, if you want to do it again, you just start the lab again, and you start over with a brand new tenant, uh, again, blank, except for what you need to do the lab. And you go through it, and you, you do it, and you, you end the lab, and you, you, you've erased everything that you've put in, in the environment. A lot of times I see customers will have uh, the lab side by side with their in environment and they can step by step through in the lab they can see how it works and then they can actually literally just go through the same steps in their production environment or how in their UAT or whatever they want to do so it's a great learning tool it's a great tool to understand you know maybe you haven't done something in the product and in your license for that and you want to test it out and see we have labs in all of the four clouds in in ESG ethics um, GRC and privacy so there's there's not you know hundreds of labs there's a, there's a few labs in each cloud but it gives you an introduction into um, into those specific features. The way you access the labs, the good news is they're totally free to anyone that has a My One Trust account. So we use My One Trust for single sign-on. Uh, you can go to labs.onetrust.com and it will ask you up in the upper right-hand corner, there's a login register button. You click on that. 
You click on login with uh, My OneTrust, and then it will basically prompt you to enter in your MyTrust ID. If you're already logged into My OneTrust in another tab on that same browser, which is kind of the way I recommend to do that, you, you open a browser, you go to My OneTrust, you log in, then you navigate to labs.onetrust.com, and you click on that Login Register button, click on Login with My OneTrust, and it'll take you right in. Once you're in, you pick the, the area of the product you want to work in on the left, and then you'll be presented with one to five or six labs in each area. You pick the one you want, you click uh, Enroll, and then you click Start the Lab, and then you're in and you're taking the lab. When you're done with the lab, you just click End Lab in the upper right corner-ish, up in the top right, there's an End Lab, and it will end the lab. All of the labs that we have currently for you last about 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. You have about an hour, you have an hour to take the lab, or it will time out. You can ask for an extension of time, I think twice, and you'll get another 30 minutes total, 15 minutes each extension. You shouldn't need that because it doesn't really take you know that long. Each lab is designed to take 15 to 25 minutes, and you should be able to get through that. So, please go check it out. They're there. They're free. Um, give us feedback. You know, email me at podcast at onetrust.com. If there's a specific feature that you would like for us to highlight, please let us know and we can create a lab for that specific feature. We will try and key, create labs for all the new major features that are that are put out. And we also keep the labs up to date with the latest and greatest, um, you know, for feature changes or if the console changes the way it works, then we will update the lab to reflect that. So again, please go check it out, labs.onetrust.com. They're totally free. And... Um, they're there for you to learn and experiment and play around. So check it out. Okay, now let's move on to the release, the 2023 09.1.0 release. Starting with universal consent and preferences management, there's a few new features in this. Um, the first is mod module interface and navigation enhancements. So this really isn't a new feature, but it's just a bunch of changes. Uh, there are various enhancements that have been made across universal consent and preference management module to improve the user experience when interfacing with key objects. So I'm just gonna kinda go through and list what some of the enhancements are. In the receipts and trans receipts and transactions, the uh, transaction screen has been merged with the receipt screen. The receipt screen will now consist of the receipts tab and the transactions tab. The receipts tab now contains a link with the transactions column that provides access to the new transaction details pane and the transaction status column on the former transaction screen has been renamed to transaction type column on the transactions tab. Finally, in here, the collection point column on the former transaction screen has been renamed to the interface column on the transactions tab. In the purposes, topics, and custom preferences area, the term custom preferences has been renamed to purpose preferences. The topic screen and custom preference screen have been merged with the purposes screen. In addition, cookie consent purposes have been relocated to a separate tab. The purposes screen will now consist of the standard purposes, cookie purposes, purpose preferences, and topics. That is a mouthful to say, so uh, I will not try and do that again. The purpose type column on the former purposes screen has been removed. The Cookie Purposes tab now includes a Manage and Cookie Consent button that redirects users to the Cookie Consent module to manage cookie purposes. The Languages and Supported Languages tab that appeared on the various details screen have been renamed to Translations tab. We've made some changes to the Module Navigation menu. The Data Subject Groups menu item has been renamed to Groups. The Data Subjects menu item has been renamed to Profiles. The Reporting folder has been renamed to Data Subjects folder. 
The transactions, custom preferences, and topics menu items have been removed. Finally, the collection points, preference centers, and native integrations menu items have been regrouped under the new interface folder. All of these enhancements present a clearer connection between how the objects relate to each other and convey the order in which first-time setups are generally completed, providing a more intuitive user experience. Staying in universal consent and preference management, there's a couple additional new features that have been added. The second one is manually edit data subject groups. This enhancement allows you to more easily manage and create accurate relationships between different data subjects. The final new feature here is purpose preferences screen enhancements. So this enhancement will allow you to identify the number of active purposes linked to a purpose preference using the new purposes column on the purpose preferences screen. Well, I said I wasn't going to say it again, but I ended up saying it twice there. Okay, moving on to cookie consent. There is one new feature here, enhanced manage not found cookies functionality. This new functionality will allow you to leverage the redesigned manage not found cookies interface to review or remove cookies not detected on recent scans. The interface has been updated for ease of use, clarity, and general performance. Moving on to the data catalog, one new feature here, new files menu experience. This new experience empowers data stewards to have all essential details about files discovered during scans and take the necessary actions with files containing sensitive data. In data discovery, there is one new feature. It's called representative scan limits. This sampling methodology gives users a better understanding of the data held in the data source without having to run full scans, which reduces time to classify data. In IT and security risk management, there is one new feature. It's called assessment score enhancements. This enhancement will allow users to configure rule conditions based on the score profile that will trigger the action to create a new risk. In PI and DPI automation, there's one new feature, completed assessment preservation. With this, responses on successfully completed assessments will now remain preserved in any of the following scenarios. An attribute is deactivated or deleted. An attribute option is deactivated or deleted. Inventories or controls are deactivated or deleted. Personal data elements are merged. Um, this feature ensures the accuracy and integrity of completed assessments by keeping responses intact even when changes are made that affect an assessment's configuration. In policy management, there's one new feature, offline Microsoft Word document. This feature will allow policy owners and approvers to upload offline documents to replace an existing version of a document without removing the previous versions. Privacy rights automation has one new feature, apply browser language to web forms. This allows your end users to automate language configuration when interfacing with your web forms. The QRA and vendor portal has one new feature, the answer library tag manager. This new feature will allow users to configure new tags that help to identify questions and answers in your answer library. In third-party risk exchange, there is one new feature, bulk connect vendors to the exchange. With this, I know everyone loves the bulk actions that we've been adding. So with this, you can connect to vendors. You can connect vendors to the exchange in bulk using the new exchange vendor match tool. The tool identifies matches between your vendor inventories and vendors in the exchange. Once matches are identified, you can use the bulk import functionality to connect vendors to the exchange in bulk. Third-party risk management has several new features. The first is show logic condition enhancements. This enhancement will allow users to create show logic rule conditions to show respondent-specific questions based on question responses. 
The next new feature in this in TPRM is reassign assessment sections. With this enhancement, respondents will automatically receive the same assigned sections based on the previous assessment when the send to previous respondent box is checked. Uh, new workflow stage rule actions is the next new feature. This will allow users to automatically update attributes to the value assigned in the rule action configuration section. Uh, finally, no, sorry, there's two new features, two more new features. The next one is new workflow rule action. This will allow users to create workflow rules to automatically change the workflow based on conditions configured. And the last feature in this area and the last feature in the entire list is workflow updates message. Now you can view a workflow delay message on the engagement details screen when attempting to move to the next workflow stage while rules are still processing. This message informs users that they are unable to advance to the next stage until the workflow rules and workflow stage rules are completed. And that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, next week, I will be in London for the London Trust Week, but we will have a podcast. So I'm looking forward to that from, uh, from London in a remote location. Um, if you, just as a reminder, if you are interested in attending Trust Week, we have the San Francisco one on Wednesday of this week. I'm sorry, on Tuesday of this week. Uh, and then the London one is on October 5th next week. So you're still time to register, I believe, for London, maybe even San Francisco. I don't know. But if you are interested in attending Trust Week, check it out. We had a great event in New York this past week. We had a lot of attendees. We had some great breakout sessions, some great keynote sessions, and uh, a lot of great guests attended. So it was, it was a really cool event. Got to meet a lot of folks there. Uh, and we will be doing the same thing in San Francisco and London. So if you want to attend, check it out. Go to trustweek.com and um, see if you can register for those events and show up. They're really, really great. Also, I wanted to remind people to check out the Trustonomy podcast, which is what we talked about last week. Uh, and it, I'm really excited to hear it and when it comes out, and I hope you will check it out as well. Also, don't forget about Hands-On Labs. If you are interested in testing out features in the product, go check out Hands-On Lab by going to labs.onetrust.com and signing in and taking a lab. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate it. Remember, if you have any comments, feedback, or requests, please email us at podcast at one trust .com. Talk to you next week.